In Isaiah again, Isaiah chapter 41 and verse number 10. Some additional reasons to rejoice. Isaiah chapter 41, verse number 10. Isaiah is known as the eagle eye of the prophets because he said more about Jesus than any of the other prophets. Isaiah is known as the Bible within the Bible. 66 chapters in Isaiah corresponds to the 66 books in the Bible. And remember, as a congregation, we are to be reading the Bible uh, daily at least 15 minutes. Read the Word of God because this is the spoken Word of God. It's not some philosophical subjectivism, some man-made opinions. But this is the infallible, inerrant, correct Word of God. <clears throat> Do you have it? I'm reading from the King James Version, whatever translation you might have. We can read it out loud together. Isaiah chapter 41 and verse number 10, which reads, Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee, yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Amen. The grass withereth, the flower fade away, but the word of our God will stand forever. Fear not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Amen. Amen. I just want to briefly tag this text. I just want to talk about 24 7, 365. Amen. You, you may be seated. 24 7. 365. Fear not. 24-7. 365. Miss Matelia Jones, who is the daughter of the eminent Reverend Pastor A.J. Jones of Longview, Texas, uh, the Mason Springs Baptist Church in Hallsville, Texas, his young daughter told me this the year before last, and I'm using this morning from Miss Matea Jones. She's about 17 or 18, but she said to me, her theme was, I have faith that you have a future. What 24-7-365 simply means that God is always with us. Amen. Amen. I think some of y'all don't know when to shout. Amen. Simply means that God is always with 
us. When we repented, God had already committed himself to us. And he wants us to commit ourselves totally to him. God chose us, not because we deserve it, <laughs> but God chose us because he loves us and he wants us. Just like God had a covenant with Abraham and Israel, he has a covenant with us. Just like Israel was a type of the church in the Old Testament, the church is a type of Israel in the New Testament, which means we both have a covenant relationship with God and God expects us to be a witness for him in these last days. Matthew 5, 16, Jesus said, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify the Father which is, who is in, in heaven. Uh, we don't deserve it, but God loves you. Yeah, you, I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. Hey, 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 you, I'm talking to you. Hey, hey. God loves you. And, 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 uh, and it's 24-7, 365. Amen. He, he wants us. First of all, let me lift up here. God's presence with us. Notice he started off by saying, fear thou not. Fear not is stated more than 70 times in the scripture because when it comes to God, man's response is fear. See, Jesus said in Matthew 10, 28, and fear not them who, can, who kill the body but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. See, what's wrong with some of y'all? Y'all fearing the wrong folk. <laughs> some of y'all fearing Trump or your husband or your in-laws. But don't fear nobody who's going to just kill your body. But you fear someone who could kill both body and soul in hell. You see, ever since Adam hid himself from God, man has been running and hiding from God. That's why it's hard to get sinners to come to church. They're trying to hide. They, they try, amen. They, they try to hide. They, they want to hide from God because they understand the, 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 the fear of God. God uh, hates the sin of man, but he loves the sinner. And so the sinful man hides from God. Like you, for you guys saved, you know. Remember who you sing that song in the corner, in the booth, you know, and then I tell you Wilson Pickett song, I'm gonna wait till the midnight hour. That's when my love come tumbling down. You trying to wait because you're trying to do what? Hide from God. You sneak out in the in the middle of the night and change your clothes and get a cab, get Uber. They leave your car at H-E-B and then you go Uber and, and then you meet up with somebody and y'all hide and you get your coat shades on. You're trying to hide from God. And God is watching us. See, he, he, he's, 
he, he, he's presence with us. Amen. There haven't been a time when God have ever left us. People will walk away from you anytime. Amen. And that's why some people can't get in worship because you were hooked up with somebody and they left you. They said they love you and I'm going to be with you through thick and thin. Through thick and thin and thin. And you got pregnant and you ain't seen them. But God will never leave you. Matthew 1, 23, the angel said, and his name shall be called Emmanuel, which means God with us. And God wanna, God is present with us. Psalms 105 said, of Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations. God is present with us. So fear not. Some of y'all, like I said, some of y'all worry about the government shutting down. Amen. Now, if you're debt free, no big problem. Amen. Because God is still with you. Because God is present with us. Amen. Amen. You, you'll get that later. Because see, some of you guys, your life depends on what's happening. That's not good. That's why your life is like a roller coaster. You're up and down. Amen. This Sunday, if the sun's shining, you're happy. If it's cold, you're sad. You don't understand. God is with us. No matter what's going on, even if it is cancer, God is still with us. That's why he said, fear not. Fear not, for I am with thee. My God, I don't have time to deal with that because so many folk walk around here, amen, going to see fortune tellers and, you know, Reading your horoscope and all that. You don't need all that. You don't need to talk to no hoochie-coochie doctor. Amen. God is with me. And John said, uh, uh, greater is he that's in me. He, he's in, in the world. God is with us. Amen. Secondly, this text pulled out that says that God relationship with us. He, he said, be not dismayed. Be not discouraged. Be not disheartened. He said, why? For I am thy God. God is a God of relationships. And he wants to have a relationship with each and every one of us through his son, Jesus. He's a God of relationships. He wants to have a relationship with us. That's mind-boggling. I mean, that's, 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 that's earth moving. That's blimp worthy. That's Facebook worth posting. That God of the universe wants to have a relationship with us. Oh, help me, Lord Jesus. That's, that's what's wrong with some of y'all. See, y'all keep trying to get your uh, uh, horizontal relationships right before you get your vertical. That's why some of y'all in and out of relationships, in and out of relationships, because you, you know, you're looking for love in all the wrong places. Amen. Amen. I, I told him yesterday at the funeral, a lot of folks still think sex is love. Sex ain't no love. That's, that's lust. That's eros. Agape love. God want to have a relationship with men. You, you think about that. See, what I love about the Christian religion, and I use the Christian religion in a pejorative sense, it's the only religion that causes us to do some serious thinking. You start thinking about the God of creation, 
the God of salvation, the God of sanctification, the God of revelation, the God of illumination, the God of consummation. That God wants to have a relationship with me. Oh, help me, Lord Jesus. That's why Mary and Martha called Jesus, sent for Jesus. When Lazarus was sick, they had a relationship. And Jesus took his time. And when he got there, Lazarus already died. Martha said, if you'd been here, my brother would not have died. He said, you'll see him again. And she said, I know, because she'd been going to Sunday school. She said, I know in the last days and in the resurrection. And Jesus pronounced right there, no, uh, you looking for an event. He said, I am. See, the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live it. This God want to have a relationship with me. See, Austin Miles wrote, I come to the garden alone while the dew still on the roses. And the voice I hear falling on my ear. His song, this goes, he walks with me. <laughs> and he talks with me. He, he tells me I am his own. And the joy we share. Every tarry there. None other. <laughs> He want to have a relationship with you. And I, uh, shortly when I close uh, this sermon, we always give an invitation for somebody who might want a relationship with God. Relationship is more than membership. Membership come out of your relationship which come, depend upon your discipleship. But God want to have a relationship with you. That's the kind of God we, we serve. Get away from these old folk, these old religious folk who act like God is mad. Amen. Amen. God, God want us to dance. Thank you for dancing. Some of you, amen. I grew up Pentecostal. That's why I'm trying to work on some of you Baptists, learn some of y'all how to dance. Amen. Amen. God want a relationship with us. You, and you, if you're in a good relationship, sometimes you think about your lover and you just start swinging. Man, God wants us. He want to have relationship. Amen, amen. Well, bless his name, amen. Some, some of y'all get it later on. See, some people want to be sad. I tell all the sad folks, stay sad, amen. But the God I serve is in relationship and, and he want me to prosper because he is a God of relationship. The best is yet to come because of this relationship. Well, yeah, I get it. Well, well then thirdly, God helps us. God helped us. He said, he said what? I will do what? Strengthen these. Amen, amen. As a believer, we are never left alone to bear our burdens by ourselves. He, 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 we have the reality that God is ever present and help to help us under any and every circumstance. That's why David said Psalm 121, 1 and 2. I will lift up mine eyes into the hills from which cometh my, my help. My help, rhetorical. He answered it before he could say it. My help cometh from the Lord who made heaven and earth. That, that God of help. It's a personal decision. You got to want the help. See, everybody don't want God help. And that's why in my years of ministry, and I first got saved, Going on 45 years ago, I just run in and start praying for folk and all this stuff. And the Holy Spirit told me, uh, Pastor McCowan, after nights of staying up all night praying with folk, 
Lord says, you better start asking folk, do they want help? Amen. Everybody don't want to give it up. You stand up all night putting all on them, beating on the floor. <laughs> Tell the devil, come out, devil, come out. <laughs> you get out of here, you. <laughs> and the spirit says, you better everybody don't want to give it up. See, it's a, per oh, it's a personal. See, you can change, but you can't change on your own. See, you got to want to give it up. Amen. Amen. You got to warn. Stop talking about generational curses. Ain't nobody curse you, and you buying the liquor. Amen. Talking about take it, Jesus. Take this taste, and you buy. Amen. <laughs> take these cigarettes, Lord, and you still buying them. Amen. Take it from me, Jesus. <laughs> it's a personal decision, man. You you got to want to quit. Amen. You got to want to stop. See. Amen. Because if you want to, God will give you what you need. He'll help you. He'll help you love your enemies. He'll, he'll help you get home at night. He'll help you forgive those who despitefully use you. You want to help us. He, it's not only personal, it's precise direction. We're looking to God. My help coming from the Lord. It's a powerful declaration coming from the Lord. The sense of impotence is the precursor of faith. You got to stop thinking you can do it yourself. That was wrong with a whole lot of Christians. We keep thinking we can do it on our own. I don't need no. That's why I half come to church. Don't half come to prayer meeting, no Bible study, because I don't need nobody to help me. You'll never make it. You got to realize God without you, I can do nothing. Some of y'all don't want to say that. That's why you're struggling. You keep trying to handle. Listen, you can't outcurse the devil. You cannot outfight the devil. God will help you. First Peter 5 7 says, Casting all your cares upon him, for he carried for you. He'll give you strength. He'll give you strength. He'll help you. Amen. From 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 going crazy. Yeah. Not only not only God to help, but He also is a God God's power in us. See, look. He said. He said, "I will help thee, and I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness." I believe that God will up will hold us. With his righteous right hand. The word uphold means uh, have the sense of being grasped. Uh, the sense of being supported. The sense of undergirding. See, see, come here, come here, Dr. McCowan. Come here. See, it, it's the sense, uh, 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 it's the sense of, turn around, turn around. It's the sense of being held. See, when you're held by God, we ain't going to blow. But see, you being held by God. Wish I had somebody help me here, amen. See? And the wind will blow. Thank you, Reverend. Amen. But this this sense of, of power in us says, God said that I am going to uphold you with my right hand of righteousness. 
I'm going to undergird you. So whatever comes your way, whatever you are going through, you are just growing through it because I got your back. You don't have to fret. You don't have to worry. I'm going to take care of you through the power that's in you. Yes, sir. Jesus said that power that's in us. Boy, that, amen. Let me, that, amen. That, that, that right hand of God is his right hand. The, the anthropomorphic view of God. See, anytime you use the, the, physical, the physiology of God, that's the anthropomorphic view of God. God's hands, amen. And his right hand is always referring to the, his promises. See, God is unlike man. See, man will look you in the eye and some women look you in the eye and tell you a lie. No, we ain't going to shut no government down. No, we're going to work it out. We'll, oh, well, we're going we to fix it. <laughs> Look at the dreamers. You know, you know. But if God says it, he's going to perform it. And the power of the Holy Ghost is the power in us. Jesus said to the disciples in John 14 and 16, I will pray the Father and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. That God's power in us with his right hand. That's why we Christians don't quit. That's why we don't give up. That's why we don't go around whining and whimpering. Because we have the power of God in us. We have problems just like everybody else. If the Lord delay is coming tomorrow morning, at Christian Tabernacle Church in Houston, I got to do the eulogy for one of my nieces, but I'm not going to flip out because I got the power of God in me. Uh, Tuesday, if the Lord delay is coming, will be the 20th year that we lost our daughter, Davina Denise. I'm not going to flip out. I will buy her grave on Friday. I'm not going to quit preaching and go crazy because of the power of God in me. That's why the world don't understand us. They don't, they can't figure out. Some people ask you, I thought by now you'd be crazy, you know. They know your business because some of y'all posted on Facebook. They know your husband left you or they know your husband having an affair or they know your wife cheating on you. They know you lost your job and still you come to church dancing. They can't figure out. They won't know. You drinking something? What's, what, you, what you smoking? What, what prescription did you get from the doctor? Because some of y'all got a, a walking pharmacy in y'all purses. You know, what, what, what medication are you taking? I ain't taking nothing. It's just the power of God. The, the, the power of God in us. That's why we shout at a funeral. That's why we can shout when the doctor gives us bad news. That's why even in the courtroom, when the judge said that the voice decree is final, we can still lift our hands and say, thank you anyhow, because of the power that's in us. He's going to uphold me with my with his right hand of righteousness. Thank God for his power. Yes, sir. Thank God for the power of the Holy Ghost. That's why I don't, don't stop trying to explain to unsaved folk why you are still smiling. Stop trying to explain to unsaved people why you're still singing. Stop trying to explain to unsaved folk why you're still worshiping because it's the power 
of God in us. And that power is translated through the power of the Holy Ghost. That's why the Hebrew boys told Nebuchadnezzar, we're not going to bow because of that power. That's why Daniel kept on praying when the king said there should be no praying for 30 days because of that power. That's why David killed Goliath with one smooth stone because of that, that power. That's why Paul and Silas prayed at midnight and God sent an earthquake because of that, uh, that power. That's why my mama, missionary Leo McClendon, rest in the bosom of Abraham. But that's why she didn't freak out when daddy died and left her with 10 children and two grandchildren because of that power. And if I had time this morning to pass the mic, some of y'all would testify of that uh, power of God. They had given me up and they, they said I wasn't going to make it. Uh, but the power of God, uh, he's going to uphold us uh, with his uh, right hand of righteousness. Uh, power, we need that power. Power, sometime it'll get all in your feet and... Uh, Amen. You start running and uh, ain't nobody behind you. Uh, sometime it'll get all in your hand uh, and your hands start clapping uh, at the wrong time. Uh, it's the power of God. Uh, and he said, I'm going to be in you. Uh, that the same power Paul talks about. Uh, he said, I'm not ashamed uh, of the gospel of Jesus Christ, uh, for it is the power of God uh, unto salvation. Uh, that's what saved us. Uh, it took the power of God uh, to save a bunch of jokers like us. Uh, it took the power of God uh, to save a bunch of fornicators like us. It took the power of God. Uh, to save a bunch of drunks like us. That power of the Holy Ghost. Power. It's uh, 24 7, 365. God got you covered. I had a wreck a few other days. Uh huh. And my agency is State Form. And I called them and told them I had a fender bender. And they said, Dr. McClendon, let us check your policy. And they got right back on the phone and told me, oh, don't worry uh, because the damage is uh, all covered. Uh, hallelujah. And that's the way it is uh, with every child of God. Uh, I don't have an insurance policy with God. Uh, I got an insurance policy. 
and this is my policy book and every time I open it uh, whatever going on uh, the word of God tells me it is covered I don't feel well but it's covered people may lie on it it's covered 24 7 365 he's able because of his power he's able power 24 7 give your neighbor a high five and tell him I'm covered (laughs) yes sir fear thou not for I am with thee be not dismayed for I am thy God I will strengthen thee yea I will help thee I will uphold thee with right hand of righteousness somebody say yeah I am covered somebody say yeah I'm covered 24 7 365 I'm covered yes sir that form of commercial said we've seen that because we covered a thing or two (laughs) and that's what some of us know We've seen God work in the midnight hour. We've seen God work when it seemed like there was no hope. We've seen God work because we is a God of 24 7. Uh, 365. You can tell folk who want to leave, you tell them bye bye. And don't let the doorknob hit you. Uh huh. Because I'm covered. And as long as Jesus is alive, everything is going to be all right. 24 7, 365. Don't worry. Don't be dismayed. God said, I'm your God. And I'm with you. Amen. He said, I'm with you. Say, hey, I'm with you. 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 The past, I'm having it tough. You know the story and I'm finished about the two footprints in the sand. I wrote that you read the stories. She said, God, where were you? She said, the only thing was going good. I saw two sets of prints in the sand. At my graduation, I saw two sets. When I got married, I saw two sets. He said, but when I had cancer, I didn't see but one set. When my husband left me, I didn't see but one set of footprints. 
God, why did you leave me? That's how some people, the devil try to make you feel like that. But God said to her, and that thing, said that when you got, when you finished high school, there were two sets of footprints. When you had your first child, there were two sets. He said, but when you had cancer, you only saw one set of footprints. When your husband left, you only saw one set. He said, I didn't leave you. He said, I picked you up. And I was carrying you. What God will do. <laughs> what God will do. And what God will do, he'll carry us. 24-7. 365. God is always with us. Hallelujah. Died on a cross, buried on the third day. He rose and he's coming back. And he's always with us. Even when we mess up, he's still with us. Because he said, Lord, I'm with you always. Even until end of the world 24-7 365 God <laughs> is with us hallelujah yeah, think of the worst thing ever happened to you think of the worst time you ever experienced and God was still right there Somebody say, well, Reverend, why didn't God stop it? God don't have to stop it. He could have stopped slavery. He could have stopped 9-11. He could stop abortion. But God won't because even in the ugliness of man, God's still going to get the glory. Because if I never had no problems, I would know that God could solve them. And through it all, I've learned to trust in him I've learned 24-7 365 doors of church open I care the discipleship people are coming